Hey guys, it's Carly. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Okay, I know, I know you guys. Jade is not here with me today, but she has a very good reason why. She's not just bailing and in detention. She lost her mucus plug this morning and she is having some labor pains. And so we're just going to let her go and have a baby today. (laughs) But we have an exciting guest today. We are talking to Amber Childers. She's from the hit Netflix show, You, which I feel like, gosh, has like such a cult following. I'm so excited to talk to her about that. And she's a mom of two little girls. She's a founder of Amber Childers Jewelry Line that aims to celebrate and inspire women, which is so cool. I feel like we all need a daily dose of inspiration. So I'm so excited to talk to her about that. And before we talk to Amber, we enjoyed doing voicemails so much the past couple episodes that we are going to do two new calls before we get to Amber today. You'll also be hearing from our friendly voice in the skies, <laughs> our producer, Sarah. She's going to be hopping in um, and talking to Amber as well. So if you hear a a voice, it will suddenly become familiar to you. That is Sarah. Hi. So let's get to the first voicemail and see what you guys have to ask today. Sarah? Yes, let's do it. Hey, ladies. I am so excited to be calling you. I'm Amy. I'm from Gilbertville, Iowa. Mommy of four. I have a six-year-old, three-year-old, and one-year-old twin. Crazy, right? I have a commute to work every day. I'm a nurse in the cath lab during this crazy pandemic, and I just want you guys to know having you guys in my speakers on my way to and from is such a breath of fresh air. Thank you for being so authentic. Question for you, when and where do you find time to spend with your husband? I am struggling. I feel like I'm leaving him out constantly. Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. I feel like Jade and I kind of touched a little bit on this subject. Maybe a week ago, we were talking about you know, our bedtime is normally in the early, you know, hours hurt. She said, I think she goes to bed at like eight now. Gosh, the only time I can even find to do that is really after the kids go to sleep. And Evan and I sit down on the couch and, you know, watch a show or, you know, when we can get a date night in, that's obviously the best time. Uh, which we really, I found this really cute new restaurant in Nashville that I sent him the other day. I was like, we have to go here. I need a date night. But um, Evan's been working so much lately that we're both really tired at night. So it has been harder to get that time in. But gosh, I mean, even if you just, if the kids are taking a nap and you know, if your husband is at work and you can take a little video lunch break with him, try that. I feel like just trying to even get like five minutes in sometimes really just makes you smile and can brighten up your day. So if you can't get a date night in, just make a cute little date night at home or have a little wine night after the kids go to sleep and, you know, see where the night takes you. But don't feel bad if you can't. This is a really weird 2020 is a really weird time anyway. So like, don't feel bad. 2021 is going to be better and you're going to get lots of date nights and you're not going to feel this way anymore. I'm I guarantee you. So I guess that's my answer to that question. Yeah, no, I feel like that was a perfect answer. But I do feel like during the pandemic, there are a lot of people um, different from you. I mean, 
<laughs> I'm not married, but <laughs> I know Jade has touched on this and my sister always talks about this. There's a lot of women who are stuck at home with their husbands 24-7. Oh, that's true too. So I really like how you talked about the wine and, you know, even if you're stuck with your husband 24-7, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're always romantically intimate or really getting those times alone. So even just going out to dinner or putting on makeup really helps a lot. So you're not just staring at your husband on work calls wanting to punch him in the face the whole time. It's so funny. Evan hasn't been – he stopped drinking in March. And so it's so funny because now I kind of feel bad. I'm like pouring my second glass. I'm like, I'm feeling all like fun and frisky. And he's like, (laughs) I mean, guys normally feel fun and frisky anyway, but I'm like, oh, the wine helps me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Enjoy your (laughs) Coca-Cola. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we still find time to laugh. And, you know, I think it's just trying to get that little bit of time in. Can can I just help you reconnect? I'd say. For sure. All right. Are we ready for one more quick call? Yes, let's do it. Hi, this is Kelly from Illinois, and I have three children. They are two, four, and six. My question is about your work schedules. How often do you work, and when do you get all of your work done? I'm sure you have childcare, so I'd like to hear more about who watches the kids and how you structure that. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, Jade and I kind of have the luxury of being Instagram moms, we obviously, if you follow our Instagram, we're um, we're always showing our family and showcasing our life, but we also do promote different products that we believe in. And I know for Jade, which is changed again, it's changed during the pandemic. Jade used to have a um, Tanner is always at home as well, but they used to have someone come in Thursday, Tuesday and Thursdays. We podcast on Thursdays. So Tuesday was always like the Jade and Tanner day where they would spend time together. I know I'm speaking for Jade right now, but she does have she did hire um, a nanny or babysitter to come in for two days. I (laughs) I've had the luxury of like Evan. Evan is so good about watching the kids. Well, right now he's like major in work land right now. So I've had to ask my mom to help me a lot more than normal. But, you know, the work schedule for me and Jade really is just like kind of random. Like if they need an add in by a certain time, you know, sometimes I'm I'm trying to do it when the kids are napping. Sometimes they're awake and it's so hard. I can't even imagine you moms out there right now that are listening to this. I know that you're thinking like you have it so easy and I know that I do. I'm so privileged, but I mean, it is so hard to, you know, shoot a video or take a work phone call, just like, you know, all of you working mamas out there, because that's exactly when your kid wants to scream or cry or take the phone from you, or that's when they're hungry or whatever. So, I mean, work is just working around when the kids are usually trying to I'm trying to get them to take a nap. But I mean, it's crazy. Like I had to shoot an ad today and, you know, it's Bella and Charlie both didn't want to do it. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have to do it another day or do it after their naps today. And, and yeah, I mean, I also have a YouTube channel and there's lots of times I'm like, Hey, Bella, let's do a YouTube video. And then she just, you know, she gets really excited and then doesn't want to do it 20 seconds later. And, and so I don't know, it's just kind of work is like, 
are working around kind of what the kids want to do with me and not do with me because a lot of my work involves, you know, the kids being in it as a mom, I guess now. So I don't even know if I answered that correctly. I think you did. Okay. But it's obviously like so different than the norm. I mean, I used to be a singer on cruise ships. So my work was way different than it is now. Gosh, I've had, I I also used to be a waitress before that. So I just feel like Jade and I kind of do the same thing and both just kind of are trying to like balance life and how to do that and make something presentable for a company, basically. (laughs) I think actually a lot of people during the pandemic can relate to that because we obviously at Westwood One produce a couple other podcasts and a lot of my hosts are like, I have to wait till my kid goes to sleep or I have to teach my son math. How how do you even teach math? I don't don't know. Don't ask me. I'm so (laughs) bad at math. Yeah, I don't know. My poor children would be in for it. But yeah, podcasting, Evan watches the kids or my mom watches the kids. But we also, I mean, Sarah, as you know, we do this like every two weeks and we do it for like two or three hours. Yeah, yeah, a long time. Yeah, so I mean, you, you can't, Unless both your kids go to sleep on time, you could not, you could not do this unless you were just letting them scream. You couldn't do it on your own. <laughs> Look, Carly, I'm not a mom yet, but I am a kitten mom, um, and I have to lock them out when we record this podcast. I can't imagine if they could talk back. Oh to me. Oh my gosh! And open doors and cry yeah. and ask you for things. Oh my I can't God. even tell you how. Oh gosh, Bella is just like if she doesn't get her chocolate when she asks for it now, she just throws fits. So, oh gosh. Oh man. Uh, working life is so interesting for everyone. And I feel like everyone struggles, especially with young kids who need your attention with the same type of stress. Because yeah. you want to like do this work call and then your kids like, "Mommy, mommy, mommy. Hey, mommy. Hey, who's that? Hey, mommy, can I have a drink? Hey, mom, I'm so hungry. I need to go pee-pee." And you're just like, "Oh my god." <laughs> so, yeah, that's work life I feel like for everyone right now yeah definitely but again 2020 is gonna be better you guys I feel it in my bones 2021 I mean 2021 <laughs> oh gosh no we can't go back to 2020 we're just on a we're constant loop we're, we're just stuck in 2020 forever Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, it's like groundhog yeah. day and we're just stuck that would be oh that would be the worst groundhog day ever oh my god Well, those are so fun. I love answering y'all's voicemails. Seriously, you guys have to call in. It's 844-844-MOMS. If you would like to call and have your voice featured and also have us answer some of your questions. I never know if we actually do them justice or not, but we're trying. And it's really fun to feel like we're connecting with you guys. So please call us. No question is off limits. Carly, I actually want to ask you a question. Um, You always talk about your time working on cruise ships and yes. I find that so interesting and can you just tell me what that was like and what was your favorite part because I've never even oh been on a cruise um you know it was re- it was really fun but I was also like a young and single and you know I I was traveling the world basically on someone else's dime um and singing which is you know my favorite thing to do anyway But um, it was also, you know, really sad because you're so far away from family and friends and you're so disconnected from like, I would say real life. So I kind of always felt like I was in a temporary hold on life, which is actually why I stopped doing it Um, because I just felt like I could be, you know, I'm 
I feel bad, but I mean, there were so many people on cruise ships that are older and single. And I was, I didn't want that for my life. So I stopped really because I was like, I want, I do want to get married one day. I do want a family and I'm not going to find it here. Like I knew I wasn't going to find, I mean, I, maybe I could have lots of people found people on cruise ships, but I didn't feel like that was going to happen for me, but it was so much fun. And I do, Sounds you know, awesome. I think about it a lot. I have these my like most recurring dream isn't like the same dream, but it's the same idea. And it's, I would say probably four out of like four nights a week. I probably dream that I'm on a cruise ship and that I'm about to do some type of show. Like I came as like a replacement for some cast member and I like didn't know the show and I'm, and they're about to like put me on or at the other night I had this dream that I didn't have my costumes and this show was starting and I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't set up my costume. Oh my God. And I was just in this like mad panic, but it's so funny. So like my, obviously my soul and my brain are still thinking about, you know, cruise ship life and how fun that was. And, you know, I mean, it came with like so much independence and, um, I don't know. It was really fun. It was just, you know, just really disconnected from the real world. Like I used to like look out at night and you're just on the ocean. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, it's just dark and you're like, okay, (laughs) anything could happen to us right now. So you're just kind of living, I don't know, just the weirdest life. It's such a weird life, but it was really fun. And I loved singing every single day. That was, that was nice. I love that. Yeah. Sarah, as much fun as it is talking to you, I feel like we should get Amber on because I'm so excited to talk to her about her life. I mean, I obviously, like I said, I love the show you and I love her jewelry line. It is gorgeous. And I am up for every women empowerment, everything that we can get in this world because women need more of that. So let's take a quick break and then we will connect to Amber. Okay, so while you were searching for headphones, you said that there's five children yes. in your in your house. Yeah. So okay, I So you you have two little girls, right? Yeah, I do. And then I have three stepchildren. You have oh my gosh, that's I have two of my own and I also have three stepchildren. <laughs> oh, you do? Yes. Yes. Oh my god, um, this is amazing. Yeah, my husband has a nineteen year old, a sixteen year old, and a thir- twelve oh gosh, the last one twelve year old. Got it. <laughs> Okay. What, um, what are what are your ages? So uh, I'll start with my my two kids are just Riley's birthday was yesterday. She turned seven, and London will be eleven on February first. Then we have Savannah who will be eight in December. Ryan who will be uh, fifteen in December, and Erica who will be sixteen in February. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Also, because my son's birthday is today. <laughs> And my daughter's birthday is in February. Oh, we must have been doing it around the same time. I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know. What is it like under a roof with all of those kids? I mean, I- I'm not going to be like, oh, it's great and everything's fair tale. Some days suck. But, you know, we – this is like – we didn't live together pre-pandemic and Jeff and, okay. I, Jeff and I have been engaged for a long time and I just, you know, I really enjoyed having my space because I was married for nine years and I was like, oh my God, I need like my own bed and I need, you know, just to like connect, always be connected with my children. And Yeah, that um, makes total sense. And and then when we, we ended up 
getting a house outside of Los Angeles uh, to turn into like another business. Well, it ended up turning into our permanent home. And uh, (laughs) we quarantined out here for, I don't know, probably like five months. And then I was not working as an actor. And I was like, dude, I need to like get rid of my house that I was living in with my kids. Like this is not going to work. Like I have no idea when this thing's going to be over. This is – so I had to put like my fear aside, which was really scary for me. It's a big deal. Yeah. And and you know what? Some days are so good and we have so much fun and I'm used to the noise now. I think when my mom comes over or when she comes out, um, she doesn't live in California. She's like, the noise is like so much for them. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what noise? It's like white noise to me now. That's amazing that you've gotten to that point. Yeah, I mean it's it's so it's so fun and every kid has a different personality. Everybody has their own issues. Every kid wants something different to eat. Every kid wants to do different things at different times. It's like it honestly with all the shit happening in the world this year, I just laugh. I just laugh. Yeah. And sometimes I cry and then I laugh again and then I cry. Oh yeah. I feel like that's every mom out there right now. It's just this cycle. It's like every 30 minutes is a different emotion, and then you just keep cycling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That is a lot of kids under one roof. Our uh, oldest, the 19-year-old, is moving out at the end of the month, so it's like we'll have four. Oh, <laughs> my God. That's going to be like nothing. That's nothing. And then the six or actually he's 15. Why do I always get ages messed up? But then he's going to turn 16 and then he'll be able to drive people places. So we're like, we're getting there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it takes time, but it happens so quickly. Like I, I knew my stepdaughter when she was 11 turning 12 and now she's going to be 16. I'm like, what? This, that's insane. It really is weird how quickly time flies Mm -hmm. by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I remember when I, so I met my husband on a TV show and then I came back and we were engaged. And so he picked me up at the airport with all of the boys. And when I think back to that moment, like they were so small and now mm. they're all giant. Like they're all as tall as he is. It's so weird. Mm. <laughs> like, wait a second. You guys were just babies and we were just playing Pokemon Go, like walking around the neighborhood. <laughs> so how many girls and boys are there there's only one girl oh my gosh see we have the opposite we have almost we have four girls and one boy okay so give me some really good girl mom advice so how you have no idea (laughs) okay first off I've heard and I don't know if this is true that because I kind of I kind of know the boy thing now you go to they go through puberty and then like they obviously like get a little bit crazy. Is the same thing happen for girls? I guess it depends on the girl, but I do have like Okay. It really does because Erica is like the sweetest and like her PMS is nothing compared to what like mine is or what I remember like mine was. I'm like, oh my yes. God, that's nothing. I'm like, Jeff, please, like you should count your f-ing blessings. Um, <laughs> but with my my preteen, my 10-year-old who's just starting to go through puberty, which oh my I, remember, I don't remember going through puberty that young. And I'm like, I, is- I, I got my period in the summer between fourth and fifth grade. How old are you then? <gasps> Oh my god, that's young. That's like nine. So young. That's yes. super young. But it's all happening. I mean, my she hasn't 
you know, gone through it yet, but I, pff, the hormones are coming quick. Oh man. Yeah. Is it hard? Is it easy? Is it easy to connect with that because you're a girl or is it like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. No, it's like, sucks. or do you feel? It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. I'll tell you right now, right now, my relationship with my daughter, it's really difficult. And I'm being completely honest. And I, I, that's you know, what I've heard I'll about girl like, is that you go through it with them. Yeah. And I never, I never really thought that that was going to happen to me, but it's happening. And I think, you know, I try to always live my life being like really honest and authentic. And sometimes people don't want to hear things, but the mother-daughter relationship is very difficult. And oh, I I was in therapy yesterday. Let's just be honest. I was in therapy. We talk about therapy all the time. And I was like, thank God. Like I felt like, I'm like, why don't you do this like more often? I'm like, oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. like expensive and I haven't worked in a year. But, <laughs> but it's like the greatest, it's just like, it's okay. Like it's all, it feels yeah. like everything in relationships, whether it's like with your spouse or your partner, or your boyfriend or your, your relationships with your children, in those moments, it feels so heavy. And especially now, because we're all with each other 24 seven, it right. just feels so heavy. And then like, when you take yourself out of it, and you have like perspective from like another, like wise person, it's just like, oh, okay, I got this. And then you walk out of the room, you're like, okay, mommy's getting done. Like, listen, this is my house, my rules. Yes. Like, you get your power back, because you forget. Totally. I totally agree with that. We were talking on a podcast a while ago about even if you are not going to therapy, having good girlfriends around to just like blab all of your business at really, you know, then you leave and your girlfriends have empowered you to be like, you can do it, girl. You don't need to mess with that. You don't need to deal with that. You go, you know, and you, you know, walk out maybe a little drunker after a couple glasses of wine, but you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so good right now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that. Yeah. Then you kind of have a pep in your step to walk back into your day of the same, (laughs) which is kind of what we've been doing and maybe changing it a little bit for the better because you've actually been able to kind of like get something off your chest and have someone like pat you on the back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and sometimes my, my fiance, he's like, um, we'll go to, we can go to therapy together. I'm like, mm, no, it's okay. I need therapy by myself. He's like, but you could always talk to me. I'm like, no, no, I don't. Nope. Sometimes I just need to, <laughs> I need to bitch about you to be honest with you, but that's okay. I totally. love you. I love you. And like, I will, de- we will definitely have sessions together, but like, I really just need like my space. And the other thing is my girlfriend, my, one of my best friends, she has boys. So it's like, she is on a completely different planet than I uh-huh. am. So it's, yeah, 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 totally. It's all good. I don't know. They're so cute. And then like, you wouldn't like, I, my life would not be the same without them. I live yeah. and breathe for my children. How do you, or how did you, I know you said you haven't worked in a year, but how did you navigate being a working mom and also having kids of your own and stepchildren? I mean, I'm still doing, I have my, my jewelry business. Um, I know. I can't wait to talk to you about that, by the way. And I'm, that, that keeps me. It's gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Um, my business keeps me creatively um, happy. You know, it feeds mm-hmm. that part of my soul that I need um, to be a better mom, a better wife a better you know like just just a better person so like when you were acting yeah first off so many people know you from the show you which is such a good show and it's like it's like a cult favorite I would say (laughs) everybody especially when it first got on Netflix every there was everybody was talking about this show I mean people are still talking about this show (laughs) um 
Did did you love doing that show? Did that show stress you out? <laughs> That's no. a crazy storyline. Are you kidding? Going to work is like going on vacation for me. Yeah. It really is. That. When you become a mother, it's like sometimes you forget that like you could talk. You don't have to that talk. That you're a person. That you're a person, right? And I know yeah. that's easier. I mean, we've all read about these things. We all see quotes on Instagram and like hear people talk <laughs> yes. about it. But then when right. you really do it, you're like, aha, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. And yeah, I, totally. I just lo- I love going to work and sitting in my trailer. Like they're like, yeah, they don't need you for another hour. And I'm like, oh, thank, no worries. <laughs> I will be right here. Don't you worry. I, I mean, I have books. I have I FaceTime my. I'm really close with my sisters. Like I do a little like Amazon shopping. I may do a little <laughs> sketching with my jewelry. I made chicken with some like you know some family members that I may have not spoken to in a while. Like, you know, there's so much to do and it's just so nice. It's re- it really is. Yeah. Working is my one of my favorite place places to to be. Do you ever feel I I personally don't feel this way. So, don't feel pressure to say any you feel a certain way, but do you ever feel mom guilt because you're a working mom? Oh my gosh, of course. You can never win. You're at home, you, you're bored, yeah. you want to go to work, and then you're at work and you're like, oh my God, my kids hate me. My, my kids hate yeah. me. But I think for women, it is so important to see your children do something, right? Whether it's – yeah, if you're going to be a stay-at-home mom, that is amazing. You're going to be the best f***ing stay-at-home mom and kids can grow up and say, you know what, right. my mom my – mom, my mom, like – she was a rock star, right? She kept the house clean. Mm-hmm. Like she was, you know, she totally. was fun. But if you're going to be a career person, that's the balance, right? That's like the constant right. struggle is like how much how much can you divide myself into, right? How can I be with my oh, kids? Yeah. But, you know, it's nice because I do bring my kids to set because I want them to see what I'm doing. I want to show so my cool. kids my self-tapes and let them know that like, okay, mommy has a self-tape. Like – you like I think it's really important to empower for me it's important to instill those values into my kids so when they get older mm-hmm. they can be independent self-sufficient and and feel successful in whatever they do do they think you're so cool are you kidding me my kids hate me <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so sad I just I imagine that them just like going to work and looking at you on set and being like, my mom's so cool. I think they're actually really thinking that, but they wouldn't tell you that they're thinking that. Probably. It's okay. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, we did that to our parents. Oh, like, for sure. Because now we're like, you're so cool. But back then we were like, you are not cool. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Like I get kicked out of my daughter's Zoom class all the time. Like I, I go and say like hi to her friends. She's like, get out. I'm like, no, but I just, <laughs> hi, Miss Straza. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're the cool mom. Okay, so let's talk about your jewelry line. So can you um can you tell us where you came up with this idea? Like start at the very beginning. Where did it where did this idea start? Yeah, so I was in between the seasons of well, I was just ending the se- second season of Ray Donovan um, on Showtime and uh, starting Aquarius on NBC. And I, my mom had just told me that we were part of the Choctaw tribe because my dad's great-grandfather was a chief Indian. So and cool. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And so I had so much, obviously, downtime in my trailer and just like trying to figure out, you know, to keep myself busy. I started doing a lot of research on 
what the tribe is and what it stands for. And I don't know, just, you know, doing like the, the simple search and like talking to people over at the tribe. And I remember my great grandmother who is actually on my mom's side. She used to always bring out these like beautiful pieces of turquoise, like massive pieces. And Mm -hmm. she would tell me like these stories that were just like, I'm like, grandma, come on, you're making this, you're making this shit up. And she's like, no, like, this is real. Like, they would, they would trade, my great-grandfather would help them build homes in the winter. And in exchange, they would make these, like, beautiful pieces of jewelry and, like, give them all these woven baskets. Oh my and gosh, they just kept them so over cool. the years. And... And then one piece in particular, my grandmother said, this is actually really funny. She actually confessed that she had, like, an emotional affair on my great-grandfather. And this guy, <laughs> before he went into World War II, like, gave her this piece and said, like, keep this until I come back. And if I come back, like, you know, this is, like, a symbol of our love. And oh he, he ended up dying in the war. And I was like, jewelry, you would never know, right? You would never wow. know these things and, like, the stories and meanings that, that jewelry totally. holds. And so – with with those stories and me really researching about the Choctaw tribe and really what these symbols of like feathers and arrows and like really understanding what these symbols mean. I, so I wanted to tell that part of the story for jewelry. Not only can you That's make so it beautiful, cool. but like it, it has like so much rich history. So so I was like, oh, I'll just start making a few pieces. And I started making fine pieces and I loved like working, you know, it was just so much fun and I, I, I loved it. I transitioned from fine jewelry into jewelry that was a little more affordable um, mm. for my fan base. And over time, I kind of found this niche of like the rice totem because I've, I've had some, you know, shit happen to me in my life. And I was like, women need to be nicer to each other. Women need to stick together. Like it is so important to like celebrate these friendships and nurture them. And so with this idea, the rice totem was born and this symbol is the two X's with the dots on top. And Mm -hmm. that symbol actually means two sisters that are bonded in a relationship of the soul. So the idea is it's meant to be gifted to all the women, you know, in your life, whether it's your daughters or your sisters or your coworkers. I just got chilled. Like people that really, you know, are there for you in your life and throughout your journey and that's what I'm doing and that's how the the business started that is so cool I love how you started researching like your history I feel like we don't actually do that enough and you got so connected to those symbols and then and then brought them like to the masses Mm -hmm. I've always been so cool thank you I've always been a little like obsessed with genealogy. I I grew up in the Mormon church and the Mormons are very big on genealogy. Um, And I loved like, that's like one of the things that I always took from the church. And so I would always get fascinated with like the fam, your family tree and like how you just traits that are passed down. And I don't know, it's just so, it's, it's also fascinating to me. Um, And so I think that's kind of where I got that like bug of like, you know, what do these pieces mean that people pass on to you, right? Where are you from? Where's your, who's like, what, besides being like a mutt, like from this part of the world and this part of the world and this part of the world, like where do you, what parts of you are taken from like the Italian, the Swedish, the, the British, like what, you know, I don't know. I just love it. I'm kind of a nerd like that. No, I think it's so cool. I also um, read in this article, (laughs) tell me if this is true or not. 
that you had a dream about Oprah, who I'm obsessed with, and then you saw her that exact same day. Yeah, and I, I don't – oh, my gosh. I don't want to cry because I feel like I'm so vulnerable. Um, I'm just vulnerable lately, but I, you know, I forgot about that. And I actually woke up this morning with a very weird dream. And I woke my fiance up at like five in the morning and was like telling him about it. Um, but yes, that did happen. That is a real story. We just decided to take, we didn't have the kids that week and we decided to take a little trip up to Montecito and, um, stay at the Rosewood. And I just remember, I, I just remember feeling like, oh my God, she has something she needs to tell me. I don't know what it oh is, but gosh. I need to like get in touch with this woman. And I thought it was so weird and it was so – you know, you have dreams that you like remember bits and pieces of, but this one yeah. was so vivid and I like – I am like, obsessed it, with dreams. It wasn't like jump. Yeah. The dream wasn't jumping around. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so during that day – this is when the Rosewood just opened. Um, we were sitting outside – having a drink and I swear I looked to the left and I go my my inner dialogue was like no fucking way no this is a joke someone is playing a sick joke on me at this point like and I said Jeff and I had told Jeff about the dream right that so if I if I, if I didn't if I didn't tell him about the dream he would have been like dude you're f-ing not crack like something's wrong with you but I I was like no this is real and he looked at me and he was like Amber and I said Jeff I think I'm psychic <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy when I when I read that I was like that's because I mean Native Americans really find a lot of meaning in their dreams so I was like that's because she's Native American she's like psychic oh my god that's so funny I didn't even think that but so I I saw her and I and I, listen being in Hollywood like I get people I don't get star starstruck Dude, but Oprah I've, is different yeah Oprah's different she's like on a, <laughs> on a different planet but I remember when I was a little girl. I even when I was like ten, I would I would watch soap operas and I would watch Oprah. Like I watched the weirdest things, oh, and and I would like remember. Too. I remember sitting there going like, feeling like one day I'm going to meet her, and I don't know if I'm, I'm going to be sitting on her couch and she's going to be interviewing me oh as an gosh. actress, but I'm going to meet her. So I felt like this entire journey of my life brought me to this moment where I like the universe was saying you're going to meet her tomorrow, so just be prepared. But I was like, thinking, oh like this is a joke. And then I, when I saw her, I was like, dude, you have to go say something. And I knew she was going to lunch. And I'm sure I didn't want to draw any more attention to her because it was like, you know, she just wanted to just probably go have a nice lunch. But I didn't want that moment to pass by me and regret it. So I, I went and I was like, I think I was shaking. I, I, like, oh, I can imagine. And I was like, I know. And I remember exactly what I said to her. I was like, okay, uh, Miss Oprah Winfrey, I I know this is really really weird, and you're gonna think I'm a nut job, um, but I had a dream about you last night, and you had something to tell me. And <laughs> she oh. looked at me like, uh, and she said, I don't know what I had to tell you, but you're doing a great job. And she gave me a hug. She gave oh me a gosh. hug. I'm like, oh my god, I'm soaking up all this energy. Yes, soak it in. And and it wasn't like a shitty hug too. I'm like really into great hugs. It was like a really oh, there, powerful yes. hug. I remember there's many hugs. I'm like, that was very memorable. Yeah. So none like Oprah, but <laughs> <laughs> so that was my Oprah experience. And oh my gosh, it's amazing. You know what I think though? I'm speaking for Oprah right now. <laughs> I feel like Oprah would say 
that you should always follow your gut. And if your gut tells you to go talk to somebody, you go talk to that person. That's what Oprah would say. I, I listen to Oprah's podcast. I was the same. I watched soap operas with my grandmother and I watched Oprah with my grandmother. <laughs> and I love Oprah. I mean, I've always loved Oprah. So when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, she loves her just like I do. I, but that's yeah. just so cool. I'm so glad you went up to talk to her because if not, you know what? You would have lived with that regret and that wouldn't have been a fun regret to live with. Right. No, definitely not because I don't think I'll ever see her again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. no you you might be sitting on that couch you don't know she's still doing stuff out there yeah Ugh. especially oh my gosh you have a women empowerment line she loves that just keep throwing that out in the universe yeah I know you. I've been really you know it's been it's so crazy uh lately I've been I've been seeing 11s again and 11s are like my number where like the universe is like you know we're listening I just like, read something about that the other yeah, day yeah it's pretty it's like the universe is saying yes back to you when you see like an 11 11. Yeah. So it's been happening That's a so lot cool. and I've been I've been waking up feeling like I need to make a vision board. Um and I haven't done it in a long time and I'm like I just need to this is the year. <laughs> like if we're going to plan for 2021 <laughs> given that they can, This is the This year. is the year to do a vision board. So um this weekend I do not have my kids. I will be going to Target. I will be buying yes. I will be buying a nice cork board, do a little like wine night by the fire and, and doing a vision board. Oh my gosh, you know what? You have inspired me. I'm gonna do the same thing. Oh let's just put good things out there. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna hold you to it. Oh oh I'm gonna do I'm I have been wanting to do that, but you know, life gets away from you, but I'm gonna do it. I'll just think about you while I'm putting up all of my uh, <laughs> all of my visions. <laughs> well seriously, thank you so much for coming on. Like it was just a pleasure talking to you today thank you for having such me. a pleasure can you also um tell everyone where to find you and where to find your jewelry line um well my jewelry account just got hacked like a, a week and a half ago so what? yeah yeah it's like oh that sucks i'm sorry it sucks but you know what life goes on but for my personal one right now i'm my personal is Amber Childers underscore official for the jewelry one right now i'm using amberchilders.pr so that might be the the new official Instagram account if I can't get it back. Oh my gosh! Well, I hope you get it back. But if not, we'll be able to find it. Yes, you some will. Other way. Yes, and that's yes. Okay. And I talk about my, <laughs> I talk about my jewelry and stuff on my personal page too. So, okay, great. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much. I can't wait for all of your visions to come true and oh, for all the you. good things to happen to you in 2021. Thank you. You it's gonna too. be a great year. I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Amber. Thank really you. appreciate you coming on. Sure. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Oh my gosh, Sarah, that was really fun. Although you were just kind of a fly on the wall in there. I didn't hear you speak. <laughs> you know, I just let you guys go. You sounded like old friends, like besties. <laughs> I do. I kind of feel like she's meant to be my friend, even though she lives far away. She had such like a calming presence. Totally. And it was so funny because, you know, sometimes you talk to guests and they're like, you know, kind of hard to get stuff out of. She was so open, so honest. And we had so much in common and so, you know, when you have some something in common with someone, it's obviously way easier to talk to them about anything. But that was just such a fun interview. I'm still sad Jade wasn't here because um, I think she would have enjoyed it so much. But I am so looking forward to uh, Jade's baby coming out. I do think it's going to be hilarious if Jade has a baby on the same day that I had a baby. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I feel I like that's what friends are supposed to do. That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that the weirdest thing ever? Yes. I told her though, like a couple days ago, 
that I thought that she was going to have a baby on Charlie's birthday. I was like, I think that it's going to be on Charlie's birthday. And she was like, I don't know. And then when she said this morning she lost her mucus plug, I was like, it's happening. Oh my gosh. And they'll both be boys. They can share a birthday party. <laughs> I know. I told her, I said, really, I just am being like really selfish right now. But I was like, let's just take really fun birthday trips. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's celebrate their birthdays together. And we'll just go wherever we like want. Like we'll go to like Disney World and then like oh we'll God. have fun too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I think yes. that sounds like a great plan. <laughs> well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. So we're looking for amazing birth stories to feature on the podcast. So you guys, if you call 844-844-MOMS, we're actually going to be airing some of your birth stories that you are telling yourself. So please call and leave us a message. Again, that's 844-844-MOMS. And we are so looking forward to hearing those. Also, please tell a friend about Mommies Tell All. Thank you to everyone who's gone to Apple Podcasts, given us a five-star rating and review. It really helps people find the show and it helps our community grow of moms. And uh, at least one of us will see you next week. I definitely will be here. So thanks for listening. Love you guys. <laughs>